Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Jamel Sanders Show, a division of Jamel Sanders International, where we are empowering leaders to make a difference in the world. December the 19th, 2020, and welcome to another edition of the Jamel Sanders Show. I tell you, where has the time gone? We are getting ready to end another year. Those of us in the States are getting ready to celebrate Christmas. Nevertheless, wherever you are, I hope that you are doing well and that you're making the best of what has been a very, very interesting year. I want to take this time and welcome all of you to another edition of the Jamel Sanders Show. I especially want to take a moment and say hello to my Apple Podcast, my Stitcher, my Spotify, Google Podcasts, and of course, our newest partnership with iHeartRadio. Welcome all of the family to uh, this podcast, whatever platform you're listening to it on. I thank you for taking the time to be with me and to join me for another edition of the Jamel Sanders Show. This is so much more than a show. This is a platform that we have created to empower individuals to fulfill purpose and maximize their greatest potential. And every week through in inspiring stories and intriguing guests, we want to help you live your greatest life every single day. And so I thank you so much for taking this time out of your schedule with so much going on in the world. I appreciate you tuning in. And so many of you that have been tuning in for almost a decade now, you're not bored and you still get some value out of this platform, and I'm so grateful for it. I'm excited that, as some of you are now seeing, that the podcast is expanding into a longer format, and there's just some great things on the horizon. So I hope that you'll stay connected with us in the days to come so that you can be in the know about all of these new developments. I also would encourage you to connect beyond the show. I would love to connect with you. Um, Go to www.jamelsanders.com, and there you will find a hub of empowerment resources and everything about me. You'll find a link to all of our social media platforms on the home page, and you will also find um, how you can sign up and subscribe to our empowerment newsletter, Empowerment Breakthrough. So it's a powerful resource, and it goes out around the world to empower you to reach your best potential in life. And we just sent out one not too long ago that is resonating with people in a big way, and I hope that you get some value out of it as well. And I would love to connect with you on social media. Definitely connect through jamelsanders.com. All of my platforms are listed there. I would love to connect with you in the days to come and to do life with you. If you reach out concerning the Jamel Show, do me a favor on Twitter and Facebook or Instagram or whatever platform you're on. Use the hashtag Jamel Show 
and I would love to connect with you in the coming days and know how the message of empowerment has resonated with you and how it's impacting your life in the days to come. So definitely connect with me. You can find out more about me and all of the work that we're doing around the world. You can also find out about uh, the different programs and how uh, we are really working strategically and tactically to bring solutions to global problems. And in a time where there's so much happening in the world, you know, this has been a very busy year for me and Jamel Sanders International because leaders are looking for solutions. They're looking for strategies. And it has been my pleasure to help navigate leaders around the world through crises and to teach what crisis leadership is and to give them solutions. So uh, we would love to connect with you further in the days to come. You can always email us at hello, H-E-L-L-O, at JamelSanders.com, and we would love to connect with you and help you take your life to the next level. Uh, Before we get into this today, though, I want to recommend two resources to you. I want you to go back and listen to the last podcast, Um, Embracing the New You Part 4, where we delve deep into the topic of identity. Uh, So many of you said that that show really resonated with you, and I'm so glad that you got some value out of it. And one of the resources that I recommended during that show was my book, my eighth book, Significance, Reclaiming Your Personal Power in a World that Discounts Your Difference. Over the years, I've done a number of keynotes. And often in these keynotes, I mentioned identity, and I talked about it at a very surface level. But when you're dealing with identity, you're talking about life at the solar level. And so I knew I needed to write a book about identity, and I started it, and I stopped, and I finally picked it back up, and Significance was birthed. It is the top-selling book that I have ever done and it has resonated with people in a profound way. I'm still hearing stories a year later of how significance has transformed people's thinking and their lives and helped them to understand their true worth and value as a human being. Uh, This book really goes into uh, the importance of knowing your authentic identity, finding your worth, learning and locating how to use the power of your voice, how to own your moments, how to take your personal power back, and so much more. And what I love is that each chapter uh, has what we call um, worth-building exercises to not only drive home the points and the principles, but to also help you to do the work. You know, a lot of times on this show I tell people, um, I've done my work and it's my job now and responsibility to help you do your work. And so every book I write, I always do exercises in the book because I want you to get this concept. I want you to get these ideas and principles and so they can transform your life. And so I hope you get a copy. It's available through Amazon and um, Kindle Nook, and most of the major booksellers have access to significance, excuse me. So I know it'll be a great benefit and blessing to you. And then I want to recommend my new book, my ninth book. It's only been out a few weeks. Yes, I did say number nine. Uh, My ninth book, Honor, the Law that Governs Greatness. Wow, what can I say about Honor? Honor is a leadership book. And I've written a couple of books geared around, I believe everything I write is about leadership, but this is really a leadership book. And Honor delves into 
how do we move from potential to power in our lives? We look at individuals in the world and we see them at the highest heights and depths of leadership, but we never stop to ask ourselves the very important question of how did they move from potential to power. This book walks you through that journey from potential to power. It helps you devise and develop your succession and transition strategy and plans. It also helps you to begin to create an enduring legacy that is built to last beyond your years, and most of all, it helps you to um, understand your capacity for leadership and how to cultivate it so that you can lead for years and generations to come. Honor is a book that is all about helping you make the transition from just being a person of potential to being a person of prominence and influence honorable leadership in the world. This book delves into things like the invitation to greatness, the commitment that comes with greatness, how to discern moments of opportunity, and so, so, so much more. It is a phenomenal read, and it also has what I call honorable living exercises that help you do the work to become a leader of honor and influence in the 21st century. It is a phenomenal read. It is doing very well, and we're hearing some incredible stories already of people's lives that have been touched and impacted by this resource. So go right now. Amazon um, is available for Kindle Nook and through other booksellers and distributors. I hope you'll get a copy, and I hope you'll get a copy for your six closest friends. I know we always talk about our five closest friends, but I'm developing a concept, and I'm going to talk to you a little more real soon about the power of six in our networks. And so uh, get this book for a couple of people. If you're going to the next level, I want everyone that is connected to me to go to the next level as well. So I'm always recommending and sharing resources to help everybody reach their best potential because we're growing together. If we're going to go together, we got to grow together. And so many times we want people to go with us to a place that they have not grown and matured and developed to go. That's a whole nother show in and of itself. So get a copy of Honor. I know it's going to greatly bless and influence your life and definitely reach out to us and let us know how the book and how this method of empowerment is impacting your life. Uh, we do have another book club selection, but what we're going to do, we're going to save that book club selection uh, for our final show of the year, and we'll announce it as we relaunch the book club in early 2021. So I want to take a very, very quick break, and I want to get right into this topic again of Me 2.0, Embracing the New You, Part 5. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Jamel Sanders Show, empowering leaders to make a difference in the world. All 
All right. Welcome back to the show. So we're continuing this topic of Me 2.0, Embracing the New You. Um, just as a little bit of a recap, uh, in August I celebrated another birthday, of course, and I woke up that morning with this newfound sense of purpose and passion and impact in the world. And it just started me on this journey of personal evolution and growth at a higher level. And it's been an incredible experience. And what I've done, I've tried to chronicle some of those laws and principles and lessons and bring it to you through this podcast. And so um, over the weeks, we've talked about everything from personal power to identity um, to understanding your worth and value and finding your voice and so much more. And so after the last podcast, I was saying, where do I want to go with this next? And I really felt like I could have stayed on identity like for another two years or so because there's so much. I wrote a whole book around identity, and there's so much that we can talk about when we begin to explore uh, this concept of identity in our lives. But I said I wanted to kind of shift and pivot a bit and talk about something different. So what I want to delve into today is this whole concept of authenticity. Now, if you have followed my work, and Jamel Sanders International just turned 10 years old, so if you've been following me for over a decade at least, you have heard me talk about authenticity many times. In fact, I hosted a global classroom called Jamel's Authenticity Class years ago. Go, and people from around the world tuned in to be a part of that authenticity class. It is one of the highlights of my life, and it was such a rewarding experience because I was so nervous, I was so new, and I just didn't know if anybody was going to even tune in and listen uh, to anything I had to say, and then to see the global response and outpouring of it was absolutely amazing. And after that, I realized that authenticity is just one of those topics that I can never get away from. It's branded into who I am as an individual, and it's branded into my work and everything that I do around the world. And when I talk about authenticity, you know, authenticity is more than an appearance or the aesthetic of a thing. When we deal with authenticity, we're once again, just like identity, getting to the solar level of a person. We're getting to the core of who you are as an individual, not what you portray to be, not what you project to be, but who are you in the truest essence of the word as an individual. And authenticity, I think, is something that is so missing in the world today. In the last 10 years of navigating being a CEO of an organization, one of the things that I've discovered is that authenticity is a buzzword. It's a word that people gravitate towards because it perks people's interest and attention. But many of the individuals that I saw using this word authenticity did not model or reflect it in the way that they lived their lives. And the reason I say that is because I believe that every person, and I talked about this in the Identity Show, every human being on this planet makes what I call soul agreements. I believe that there are terms of 
contractual agreement that legislate what our lives will be like, what our decision-making framework will be like, and what the trajectory of our lives ultimately will be. And so many times the sole agreements that we make with ourselves are betraying our true selves. Write that down. The sole agreements that we make with ourselves often betray ourselves. Why? Because those sole agreements are not in congruency with who we truly are at the core of a person. So I can write down a very ambitious statement of who Jamel Sanders is and who Jamel Sanders rep- what excuse me Jamel Sanders represents but at the end of the day it's not about my ability to uh pontificate and to construct this a myriad of different adjectives and words that are supposed to personify who I am as an individual. The real power lies not in that, but it lies in my ability to be a a demonstration and a prophetic reflection of the things that I say I value in my life. And so I've seen people that can write up the most grandiose statements, but they can't live it. And so what I'm talking about is not just embracing some principles and things that you hold to be true about your life, but I'm talking about living congruent with who you say you are. And I think that this is the thing that has messed so many people up over the years. Everybody wants to be successful. People are always um, emailing me, calling me, reaching out to me. I want to know how to live a life of significance. I want to be a person of success in the world. And when we start with this foundation of identity and core values and authenticity, this is where I lose people because people don't want to do the work. We want to be an overnight success. And there is no overnight success. I said in my autobiography, Unbreakable, that my success, overnight success, is a 30-plus-year journey. And so people hear a statement like that, and they're like, oh, no, I, I can't do that. But what we don't understand is that every moment by moment and every decision that we make is constructing the world and the reality into which we live. And so it's not one single decision that defines your life, but it is a series of decisions made over time that defines your life. Write that down. It is not one single moment or decision that defines your life. It is a series of moments and decisions that defines your life. And so people will look at me and they say, oh, you you know, you've been on television and you've been in magazines. You've been recognized as an iconic leader by some of the biggest media platforms in the world. You've written nine books. You've done all of these different things. But the reality is that those are simply accoutrements of success. That is not authentic success. Authentic success can only be determined as we begin to study the sequence and the series of decisions that I made in these 30-plus years to help me get to where I am today. And see, that's the boring stuff that nobody wants to talk about, but those are the things that are going to solidify 
and define you as an individual. And so a lot of times we're looking for one big defining moment when it's really a series of defining moments. And even more importantly, it is your ability to discern moments of opportunity in different seasons of your life. I believe that one of the things that has contributed the most to my success in the last 30-plus years is my ability to discern moments of opportunity that other people don't see. I've seen people go through similar circumstances and situations in their lives, but the outcome is because they went into those situations without the ability to discern. I went into those situations and discerned a moment of opportunity, seized it, and shifted the narrative. So it's all about your ability to discern those moments in your life and to capitalize on those moments so that you can fulfill your purpose and reach your greatest potential in life. And so when we talk about authenticity, we're talking about living congruent. I want you to write this down, living congruent with a soul agreement and a spiritual constitution of what my core values, my principles, and my beliefs are, and acting in accordance with those things that I say I believe. This is the problem. Not that, and I've walked many leaders through this exercise. They've written down their core values. They've written down their core principles. They've written down what they want to represent, who they want to be in the world. But the problem is not with who you want to be. The problem is with who you are. And when we're dealing with authenticity, we're answering the question of who you are. Write that down. Authenticity addresses the question of who you are. And so when I begin to talk to a person, I'm not fascinated by their ability to articulate and to use a a myriad of different words and phrases and expressions. I'm not even impressed with the charismatic nature of a person. What I'm looking for is for their conversation to be congruent with the conduct and the character of how they live their lives. The content of who you are, as Dr. Martin Luther King told us, is the the content of who you are is your character. It is your heart. It is the essence of who you are as a human being. And what we don't realize is that the heart is not just the organ that pumps the blood. It is the seat of your desires. It is the seat of your intentions. It is the center of your life. And so a lot of times we're trying to construct all of these things, and our world is in constant chaos because we have not found our center. We have not identified the essence of who we are as an individual. And as we talked about in the identity show, we have allowed so many attachments to try to substitute for an authentic identity in our lives. And so we attach all of these things to our name. Oh, I'm an honor student. I'm a PhD. I'm a scientist. I'm this, I'm that. But those are simply attachments to your life. They're not the essence of who you are. The essence of who you are has nothing to do with your history or your pedigree. It has everything to do with the essence of your soul as a human being. And see, this is the part of us that we neglect because we know how to dress it up on the outside. We know how to, you know, get our Louis Vuitton, our Christian Dior, our Fendi, our Prada, our Gucci, 
We know how to put on the best fragrance and eat at the most exquisite restaurants. We know how to look the part on the outside, but we don't know how to be who we authentically are. And so many people in the world are afraid of authenticity. They are afraid of it because they don't really know who they are without the attachments and the accoutrements that we have deemed and defined to be success in our life. And so it's very difficult to find authentic individuals. We talk authenticity. We preach authenticity. I have even seen CEOs that put it in their mission statement, but they don't reflect authenticity. And so what happens is people begin to see a contradiction between our confession and our character. They begin to see this breakdown between who we say we are and who we really are. And the only way that we can begin to address and fix this in our lives is through this journey of authenticity. Authenticity It's not a one-time job and a one-fix-all in your life. This is something that you're going to have to evaluate to the moment that you take your last breath and you exit this world and move into the next world. And so if you're going to live your greatest life, if you're going to reach your greatest potential, if you're going to make your mark in history and rob the grave of your greatness, then you got to be a person of authenticity. What does that mean, Jamel? That means that you have to be a person that says what you mean and mean what you say. That means that my conduct behind closed doors has to matter the same conduct that I portray on the stage. That means that when I grab a microphone, I have to live in congruency with the message that I am preaching and not just live in congruency with the message. I always tell people, don't just preach a message, be the message. That means that there cannot be um, uh, this mirage and this hypocrisy that I'm operating under in my life. I have to live congruent with what I say I believe. And I think this is the problem that so many people face in their lives. Let me let me share this with you. A personal crisis in your life is when you are faced with the decision to do what is in my personal best interest and what is in the best interest of my true and authentic self. Let me break that down. A liar will always make a decision that is in their personal best interest, but a liar will not make a decision that is in the best interest of their authentic or their place of essence and significance. Why? Because they are a liar. They possess DNA of a liar. And so what I'm saying is that what we say and what we do have to marry in our lives to get to a place of authenticity. You know, a lot of people always come to me and they say, Jamel, it's almost as if you're a radar to something not being the true essence of what it is. And I say what it is is that I lived such an unauthentic life for so long that I can easily identify the artificial when I see it. And so a person can appear to just be the most amazing individual on the outside. And, you know, my best friend, uh, he'll he'll talk to me. He'll say, what is it, Jamel? And I'll say, something is off with that person. 
And, you know, it normally it doesn't take very long. Somebody will reach out to me and say, oh, did you hear about such and such and such? And I said, I told you there's something that's not congruent with that person, and it is now manifested and become a reality. And so it's not enough for us to just talk the part and act the part. You have to be what you have been talking about. And so authenticity is the marrying of my character and my conduct. Write that down. Authenticity is the marrying of my conduct and my character. That means that what I say and what I do don't contradict each other. Because a personal crisis is when there is a contradiction between my public declaration and my private lifestyle. Write that down. A crisis is when there is a contradiction between my public declaration and my private lifestyle. Because there are many people in the world that are a public success and a private failure. In other words, everybody applauds them and they are the most wonderful person in the world. But these are some of the most miserable people on the planet. They go home, they cry, they're depressed, they're not happy. Why? Because they're not living true to their authentic self. And there are a lot of people in the world, and I talked about this in significance, that are living the narrative that somebody else framed for them. And there's nothing more miserable than living your life for other people, living your life for other people's happiness, living your life according to other people's expectations, living your life according to somebody else's dream or hope of what your life should be. And the only way that you're able to break out of this personal crises in your life, I believe, is that you have to make a decision that you're going to live authentic, that your conduct and your character are going to agree, and that you're not going to compromise in those areas. I believe from personal account and experience and from the work that I've done with leaders around the world that it often takes a personal crisis to bring you to a place of authenticity in your life, because if not, we'll continue to go through the motions. We'll continue to play the role, and we'll continue to live a miserable and a defeated life. But there comes a point in every person's life where you have to be willing to live true to your values and principles, and you have to be willing to say no thank you to anything that would try to negotiate or negate the authentic version of who you are. I know that that's a decision I had to face early on, especially as a person of faith operating in a business world that is very vicious and competitive. I had to make the decision, am I going to just play into the narrative of what many in the business world do, or am I going to live true to my values and my principles? And also, in the midst of that, am I willing to accept the losses and the consequences that come with contradicting what so many others do readily and without hesitation? And so that that's something that you have to do in your life. And one of the things that I have discovered, not only is it a personal crisis that brings us to a place of authenticity, but I have also discovered that you never get to personal mastery without authenticity. So what we have now, when I started Jamel Sanders International over a decade ago, we had so many people in this space of self-help and self-empowerment, and I didn't want anything to do with it because I've seen the facade and I've seen that it was not what it was cracked up to be. And so I began to use this terminology of self-empowerment. And there were so many people, what are you talking about? Nobody uses that. It's self-help. It's life coach. It's this. It's that. 
And I said, but that's not congruent with who I am because for me, this journey and this work has been about self-empowerment. And so I began to use the term a decade later. Now you hear more people using the term of self-empowerment. So what am I saying? In order to get to a place of personal mastery in your life, it's not just thinking positive thoughts. It's not just having happy emotions. It's not just going through personal growth and development exercises. If you want to become the greatest version of yourself, the most authentic expression of who you are, you cannot do this without personal mastery. And personal mastery does not happen until we are willing to take the bars off of the windows and to deal with the deep places in our life that try to define us and defeat us. I want you to get that. Let that soak in and breathe that for a minute. Let it breathe. I just said something that I I really hope that you're getting this or you'll go back and listen to this again. You cannot get to personal mastery without taking the bars off of the confined places of your life and being willing to go into the darkness and to deal with the things that have tried to define and defeat you as a person. You cannot just pack positivity on top of psychological constructs. You cannot just try to uh, put positivity on top of uh, prisons of pain and shame and harassment and cycles that need to be broken in your life. You cannot put a Band-Aid on bleeding wounds. You cannot put... uh, um, encouragement on top of years of enslavement and disenfranchisement. There comes a point in your life where you have to realize that I cannot move forward until I address what's standing in the way. And oftentimes what's standing in the way is those restricted places in our lives that rob us of the ability to embrace the next realm. And so you can fill up all your notebooks, you can take copious notes, you can listen to every podcast under the sun, but if you are not willing to do the deep inner work, there will never be healing or true freedom in your life. And so why do I write the way that I do? Why do I speak like anybody, unlike anybody else that probably you hear out there? Why do I do all of the things that I do so passionately to help people around the world because I know what bondage feels like and I know what freedom feels like and freedom is so much better. And freedom didn't happen in my life until I chose authenticity. And authenticity was one of the greatest decisions I ever made because not only did authenticity bring me to a place of significance in my life, but authenticity showed me that I was more powerful than I could ever imagine. Authenticity revealed to me that I did have a superpower and that I could use the superpower of authenticity to not only change my life, but I could become an emancipator that broke others out of enslavement and disenfranchisement in their lives. There are some things that will never advance. There are some things that will never be awakened in your life until you make the decision to choose authenticity. It won't be popular. You won't win uh, the, the congeniality contest. But what you will do when you choose to live an authentic life, you will experience a freedom. You will experience a peace and you will experience a joy that few people on this planet will ever live. And joy is one of the highest level pursuits you can ever have in your life. 
not money, not sex, not status, not notoriety, joy. It's one of those things that you cannot put a price on in your life. And so if I could share anything with you today, I got a little excited, but if I could share anything of value with you today, I would tell you to never, ever sacrifice anything for authenticity in your life. You won't be understood. There are doors that were slammed in my face. There were contracts that were torn up because it did not agree and it did not become congruent with who I was as a person. And I made a decision that my life, my conduct, and my character were going to marry and match in everything that I do, that I don't have to look back 20 years from now with regret and shame over the choices and decisions that I made. I can look at the body I work, and I can be proud if five people saw it or five million people saw it. Why? Because I lived true to who I was and my core values and principles as a human being. There's a lot of things that I could be doing, but there are certain things that I choose to be doing. Why? Because it's in congruency and alignment with my true calling and mission in the world. And so I believe that one of the greatest decisions I ever made was the decision to live an authentic life. Authenticity has empowered me to become the greatest expression of who I was meant to be. It has caused me to tap into abilities and gifts and capacities that I never imagined that I possess. It has given me influence in places that I never dreamed. It has taken a very shy and timid and quiet little boy and turned him into one of the most respected thought leaders and voices of this time. So what am I saying to you today? That the greatest choice you can ever make is to live an authentic life. You can live like everybody else or you can live like no one else. And what I always tell people is this is what I chose. I choose to live like no one else so I can live like no one else because I guarantee you that many other people that we're aspiring to be like, that we're pursuing to emulate, those are some of the most unfulfilled and unsatisfied people on the planet. How do I know this? Because many of these are the same individuals that have called and reached out and contacted me and asked me to walk them through these moments, asked me, excuse me, to walk them through these moments of personal crises in their lives. And they have sat in amazement as I've shared and poured from my heart and my soul and the depth of my spirit from something that has taken over three decades to learn, and I'm still learning that this life is about authenticity. It's not about the awards or the accolades or the acceptance or the validation because at the end of the day, no human being on this planet has the ability to accept or validate you. All people can do is love you and support you in your journey of becoming who you were created and destined to be. I believe that there is an authentic person in you waiting to emerge, waiting for you to move beyond the intimidation and the fear, waiting for you to move beyond the obstacles, waiting for you to move beyond the trepidation and to realize that there is a valuable treasure in you that is waiting to get out. I imagine many times now as I look back over these 30-plus years in retrospect, I imagine the people 
that would have been detrimentally impacted had I not chosen authenticity. I think about the books that have never would have never been written, the articles that have never been constructed, the interviews that have never been done, the uh, sessions with leaders that would have never been conducted, the uh, seminars that it would never have been facilitated had I not chose to make the decision to be authenticity. I think about the moments when the fear of being who Jamel truly was tried to shake me to the core and tell me to just stay in the prison, just stay quiet, just stay silent, and don't do anything significant or meaningful in the world. And I think about what the consequences of that choice would have been. The consequences would have been disastrous because every human being has a voice. Every person has a voice that is trying to get out, that is trying to express who you are authentically and to show up as that person in the world. You are not a victim of your circumstances. You are not a product of your environment. You are not a person without hope. You are an authentic being waiting to become that greatest expression of who you were created to be. You're not craving intimacy. What you're really craving is authenticity. And when you operate from a place of authenticity, you'll have intimacy, you'll have everything that you, you'll have identity, you'll have worth, you'll have value, you'll have everything that you need to show up and to be all that God has created and destined for you to be. The best decision you can ever make is to choose a life of authenticity. I know I went a little deep with that, but I feel like this message is so vitally important. And when I talk about authenticity, it just rises up on the inside of me in a way that I cannot put into words because this is the thing that has held so many people back. So many people have spoken to me in, in private, and they said, Jamel, what if? And if I do, what what if? What? How will this impact? And I said, this is what I can tell you, that any person that does not accept the authentic you, not the you that you pretend to be, not the you that the layers are under, but if they cannot respect, love, and value the authentic you, then they were never really an important or valuable part of your life from the get-go. What I've discovered is that through authenticity, I attracted those that were divinely assigned and ordained to be a part of my life and destiny. And my authenticity repelled everything that was artificial and antagonistic to my destiny and my calling. So when you choose to take the mask off, you become a magnet for the real to show up in your life. Why there are so many imposters there? Because you have not made the decision to be authentic. And when you make the decision to be authentic, it will alter the trajectory of your life and the course of your destiny forever. It started me on a path that I never even imagine could be what it is today, and now has given me a voice to speak into the lives of so many people all around this world. But it started with a decision, and it was the decision to live absolutely authentic, not a little bit, not just at the surface, but to be authentic. 
and that requires that the lids come off, the layers be removed, the mask be taken off so that you can get to the essence and the core of who you are as a person. And then you can begin to live a life where your conduct and your character are married, and you can show up in the world as the greatest expression of who you were created to be. The world is waiting, craving and longing for you to show up as your authentic self. And when you show up as your authentic self, you give other people permission to do the same. And what am I proud of? Not the awards, not the accoutrements that come with success. I'm proud that because I chose authenticity, other people are now having the opportunity and the audacity to choose authenticity in their lives. Authenticity is an agreement that we make to be the best and greatest version of who we were created to be. Authenticity is a contract that we sign with ourselves to become our most authentic self and to awaken to our true significance and greatness and to demonstrate that in the world. I hope that you get something out of this. This was good to me. Uh, It was a little deeper than I intended to go, but you know what? Authenticity is one of those topics that you can never explore too much. When I did my authenticity class almost a decade ago, uh, I poured for four weeks, hours of content, teaching people around the world how to live authentically. Let yourself out of the cage and express your authenticity and be the person that I know you've been created and destined to be. You don't have to fear the truth, but it's time to show up as your true self and that treasure of significance within you wants to be unlocked and expressed in your lifetime and your generation. I'm so honored that I get to spend this time with you and to do life with you. I hope you got some value out of this. Don't miss the next podcast. We're going to close out this year on a high note, and I'll see you again soon. Be blessed. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.